Welcome to the Crazy Chicken People podcast. If you're crazy about chickens, then you're in the right place. What's up, chicken people? Thanks for tuning in again to talk chickens with me. Before I get into today's topic, I wanted to mention a couple of really odd things that I've been noticing with my chickens. In one coop that has nine hens who've all been laying for almost a year now, I just started noticing that two of them have started laying their eggs outside in the rut, not even under the part that's covered, so they must be doing this in the rain, and I just don't get why. There's plenty of nesting boxes, probably more than they need or have been using, and I keep their coop really clean. So I just don't get why they would go out there after having never done this before and start laying out in the uncomfortable rain. And then in another coop, one that has four silky hens, including one that has been sitting on eggs for the last about week and a half, I've been getting five eggs a day for the last two days. I've seen people comment about this before, saying, hey, I've got three hens and I'm getting four or five eggs a day. And my initial thought was just always that they need to be collecting more often and were probably mistaking yesterday's eggs for some that got laid today. Everything I know about how chickens make and lay eggs tells me that more than one a day just shouldn't be possible. But I never wanted to just jump in and say that to somebody because, I mean, crazier things have happened and. For all I know, their chicken can lay multiple eggs a day. I'm going to start doing some research on both these topics and try to figure out what exactly is going on with these chickens that has them laying either too many or in a really bad spot. But if any of you guys have experienced either of these and either found a solution or figured out that your chicken actually was laying more than one egg a day, I'd really love to hear about it if you could drop me a note. And at some point down the road, these will probably both be show topics. Okay, getting on to today's show, we're going to be talking about a few overlooked and sometimes unexpected dangers that can threaten our favorite backyard pets. In earlier episodes, we've talked at length about how important regular health checks are in staying ahead of any possible illness or injury, and how keeping a close eye on your flock and understanding each chicken's unique quirks can help you to identify a problem before it gets too serious. But if you've had chickens for a while, or follow any of the chicken groups on Facebook, then you know that, sadly, there's a lot of dangers out there that can still present a risk to your flock. So in today's show, we're going to pass over most of the common and regularly talked about risks that your chickens face, like overheating, parasites, or wild animals that want to make dinner out of them, and talk about some of the unexpected dangers that can be really easy to overlook. One of the hard truths about raising chickens is that if you have them around long enough, you're eventually going to deal with some loss, and there's going to be some times that you have no idea what happened because you've gone to such lengths to keep them safe and well cared for. And while I wish I could tell you that looking out for these dangers we're about to talk about will keep you and your flock from any more unsolved mysteries, There's just too many potential hazards out there to cover them all. But at least we can learn from others who've shared their own experiences and try to look out for some of these problems in our own chicken yards. The first one I wanted to hit on is 
something that had never occurred to me to be anything I needed to worry about until I saw a video of a pig that had somehow jumped over a short fence and landed head first in a 55 gallon drum that had the top off and was being used to store water. Now, luckily for that pig, someone was right there watching and was able to tip the barrel over. So that very surprised and confused porker was able to get out and avoid drowning. But open containers like this, be it buckets, tubs, even swimming pools, can all present a risk to chickens. And although some chickens can swim, if they try, it's not really something that they're great at. And from time to time, chickens have been known to fall into buckets or even jump inside of them just to get a look at what's in there. When that happens, they can end up drowning if they've got no place to plant their feet and to push off so that they can flap their way out of there. So especially this time of year, when a random bucket or trash can that's been sitting around can start to fill up with rainwater, just take a good look around the space that your chicken has access to and make sure that there's nothing that could potentially turn into something that traps your chicken in. Keep buckets or tubs upside down or stacked in a way that no animals can get caught in there. And if you have a swimming pool and maybe a chicken that likes to float around with you in it, never leave that bird unattended in the water. Mine don't seem to want to have anything to do with jumping in for a swim, fortunately, but they do like to leave a mess around the patio when they come up in the backyard for a visit. Okay, the next hidden danger to be aware of is the little bits and pieces that can get left behind when you're working on projects meant to improve the life of your chickens. But things like nails, screws, little pieces of wire, any of the materials that you may lose track of and they get hidden in the grass or lost in the dirt can cause some serious problems if your chickens ingest them. And there's a decent chance that they will, or at least try to. I have for sure seen my chickens come snooping around when I'm in the coop, working on a fence or building a perch, and any of those small, shiny objects combined with a curious animal that investigates everything with its mouth can be a deadly combination. Goats are actually really bad about this. I've seen them sniffing around a bucket of bolts and even taking a taste of a couple. But chickens can be a little bit sneakier about it. And if they're able to pop in, grab a screw or something they've mistaken for a piece of food, and then swallow it before you're able to get it away from them, you could have a real problem on your hands. Small pieces of metal or glass that can get caught in the crop could end up causing lacerations, punctures, even blockages. And if they swallow something small enough to move through the crop, it might start cutting up your chicken from the inside. This isn't to say that, you know, if your chicken swallows something like this, it's an automatic death sentence. Animals are pretty tough and often able to live through some things that you would think would kill them instantly. There's a good chance we all have a chicken who swallowed something they shouldn't have and passed it just fine. But picking up the pieces left over from whatever you were working on in their space is a pretty easy way to protect your flock from an unfortunate accident. If your chicken's free range and have access to lots of space, I mean, there's no way you can make sure that every little tidbit is picked up, but those chickens will probably keep moving along if they see a nail because presumably they have lots of plants and bugs to go after. But chickens who spend most or all of their time confined to the coop and run and have probably looked over every square inch of that space hundreds of times are going to be a little bit more curious about something new that they see. So when you're in that area with them, whether you're in there fixing something or just for a visit, keep an eye out for anything that doesn't belong so that your chickens don't find it first. All right, next on the list of hidden dangers is mold. 
You've probably heard or read that moldy feed can be toxic to your chickens, and this is very true. Eating moldy feed can irritate their digestive tract and cause symptoms like diarrhea, vomiting, abdominal pain, and if this goes on, will quickly start having a serious impact on their day-to-day health. But that spoiled feed isn't the only thing to look out for. Mold buildup in wet bedding can also lead to digestive and respiratory disorders in chickens. Inhaling these spores can lead to problems like sneezing, coughing, and difficulty breathing. And being exposed to these conditions for too long can lead to an infection in the respiratory system that may be really difficult to recover from. Now, to keep these risks low, it's really important to maintain proper hygiene management in the coop. This includes regularly cleaning and disinfecting the coop, storing your feed in a dry, well-ventilated area, and removing any moldy or contaminated feed and bedding from your storage space. You can even do a quick check when you go and pick up your chicken supplies. You know, it's not uncommon for bales of straw to get wet when being shipped, and they can start to get kind of nasty, usually on the bottom where you may not see it. And feed stores aren't perfect. They might leave a pallet out in the rain that turns into a pallet of moldy layer crumble you take home to your flock. But fortunately, you can avoid exposing your chickens to any of this by just spending a few extra minutes each week making sure that your chickens coop, feed, and bedding are clean and dry. Okay, moving along to foods that may be dangerous for your chickens to eat. I know we all love to spoil our girls with treats and the special little tidbits, but it is important to have a good understanding of some of the toxic foods that we need to keep away from them. A few that should definitely be avoided include chocolate, anything with caffeine, citrus, raw dried beans, avocados, anything that's spoiled or started to mold, or has a lot of salt in it. Alcohol also makes this list, but I'm guessing that most people aren't trying to get their chickens buzzed at snack time. I don't know, kind of weird, but it's on there. The list of foods and plants that your chickens should avoid is a long one that you might want to look up. There's a few plants common in backyard gardens that can be toxic to them. There's also controversy over feeding potato to chickens. Some people will say that it's an absolute no. Personally, I was feeding baked potatoes to my chickens long before I ever heard it was a problem. And other than them leaving the skins behind, I never saw any issues that came from it but I have stopped giving it to them just to make sure I wasn't exposing them to something that might have had long-term effects that I just wasn't seeing. If you feed apples to your girls, you want to try and remove the seeds. They actually do contain a little bit of cyanide. Now, even with that being true, chickens have been pecking through orchards for years, and few have actually died from this, but it's a good thing to be aware of and avoid if you can. Another thing to keep in mind when it comes to feeding is watching how many treats you let your chickens have. Things like scratch, mealworms, can all be fun to feed, and the girls love it, the boys get super excited to share, but too many of these can become a problem. Many of the popular chicken treats contain little more than empty calories, which can actually lead to obesity issues in chickens. This can put a strain on their bones and lead to egg production problems. Mixing in plenty of healthy options like the wild greens and raw vegetables while making sure that all of this accounts for about 10% of their total diet is definitely going to help keep your flock in tip-top shape. But do you know what won't leave your flock in good shape? Poison. I mean, of course, right? And none of us are actively feeding poison to our chickens, other than maybe what's found in some of the foods that we eat and toss out with the scraps. But making sure that your birds, especially if they're free-ranging or even just have access to the backyard, 
aren't able to dip their beak into something like poison traps for vermin or a bag of chemical-based fertilizer, even plants that have been treated with a weed killer, is a really important thing to keep in mind. Picking up trace amounts of a chemical repeatedly is one of those things that can cause a chicken to die seemingly out of nowhere because we couldn't see the underlying issues it was causing. One of the more common ways chickens get poisoned, even when they are confined to mostly safe bounds of a backyard, is by eating something like a bug or a mouse that has fed on a poison bait station, or even just nibbling on a plant that's been treated with some chemical. Keeping any of your gardening or household chemicals in a closed storage and making sure your little egg layers can't accidentally get a taste of those will go a long way in reducing the number of mysterious chicken deaths you'll have to deal with. Okay, the last one I wanted to hit on, and I'm not going to totally go down the road of the heat lamp in the coop conversation, but coop and barn fires are responsible for sometimes hundreds of thousands of chicken deaths a year. Now, the majority of those are in large factory farms where dust control and safety are probably not prioritized the way they should be. And a bunch of those fires were probably set on purpose when the egg industry worked to manipulate egg supply and costs. Allegedly. Well, actually, they did conspire to manipulate egg prices, and they got their hands slapped for it. The fires is alleged, I guess. Anyways, there's still a lot of coop and barn fires that happen at people's home every year. In fact, that number was as high as 950 just a couple of years ago. If you do feel the need to warm your coop or your barn for any of your animals, just really try to use one of the many way safer options than the heat lamp. There's a bunch of them out there now, and the costs are actually pretty reasonable. Some of them not much more than what you'd pay for a lamp and a couple of red bulbs. If you're stuck in a position that the heat lamp is your only option, just make sure that it's secured really well, ideally set up in a way that there's no chance of it falling into bedding, and keep an eye on how much dust builds up on or around it. I know this topic has created a lot of divide and arguments amongst chicken keepers, and sometimes those threads can get pretty nasty. But at the end of the day, I think people just want to help others be aware of the risks because nobody wants to see another chicken keeper lose their whole flock or their coop or barn in a fire. The points we hit on today, though not common, are some of the problems you may come across with your backyard flock. Now, I didn't bring up the threat that your other pets or even a neighbor's pets may pose to your chickens, but I have lost a couple of birds to the barn cat that came with our house. I should have seen that coming. He was the meanest looking cat I had ever seen. The dude would snarl at me when I went out to feed him. You probably already know if your dog or cat can be trusted around your birds, but it's always something to keep an eye out for. Guys, keep giving your chickens the best and safest life you possibly can knowing that they are super lucky to have found a home with you instead of ending up in a tiny cage somewhere. Hope you all are having a great week. Look forward to some of the other topics we discussed. Talk to you later.